Hi, everyone. So Ivan Ornelas, who unfortunately wasn't able to come on the podcast live, um, sent us his predictions for the first round and MLS Cup. So we thought that we'd try something out and upload it as a clip instead of a full episode. Uh, if you like this, let us know, and we'll potentially do this more. But I will let Ivan take it away with all of his MLS Cup first round predictions and his MLS Cup final and MLS Cup winner. So Ivan, take it away. Hey there, this is Ivan Ornelas. I mostly write about San Jose Earthquakes on MLS Multiplex, but I cover the league as a whole, as do most writers on the website. It's been a while since you've heard me on the MLS Multiplex podcast, but you may have more recently heard me on the Tectonic Takes podcast where I go in more detail about the San Jose Earthquakes there. As for the MLS playoffs as a whole, so my predictions are that I don't have many first-round upsets, which, of course, unfortunately means that I do expect my team, the San Jose Earthquakes, to have a one-and-done outing in this year's playoffs. But one is more than what we've usually gotten in recent years, so even if it does end against Sporting Kansas City, as long as it's not a humiliating defeat, I think that the season will be a success. And then the question once again returns to whether Chris Wondolowski will return for the 2021 season. And I sure hope so. And not just because he's still a productive player. He's still adding to his MLS record goal tally, but he is playing well and he deserves to have a chance to play one last time in front of fans. And whether it be with home fans or any MLS fans in general, I think they can appreciate what Chris Wondolowski has done for his club and his league. So I hope that his last game this season won't be his last game of his career, but time will tell. Against Sporting Kansas City, I don't think the Quakes are hopeless. I think that they have a good, maybe not a good chance, but they have a chance of beating Sporting Kansas City. I think that they have some very fast players, players like Johnny Russell and Gerso, among others, that are going to cause problems for this man-marking system, that if they get behind one player, then the whole house of card collapses. We've seen that several times throughout the season and some of the ugly losses that Quakes have suffered. But Matias Almeida has stuck with his guns. He is doing his best to perfect his tactics as much as possible. And they have started to work, of course, because the Quakes did finish in a playoff spot. But we do know that there's a lot of work to be done still with the squad. There are still questions as to whether the starting 11 that the Quakes have used throughout this season uh, most frequently is going to be the one that can be the core players that leads to greater success, becoming a more consistent playoff team, going further in the playoffs in the next few seasons, and perhaps winning a trophy of some kind. So this is going to be an important game for every player involved in the San Jose Earthquakes to prove that they have what it takes to help lead this team to a better direction. But I am not going to underestimate Sporting Kansas City just because they aren't the Portland Timbers or Seattle Sounders, teams that the Quakes have played multiple times this season. Uh, Sporting Kansas City are the number one seed for a reason. They are a solid, consistent bunch. They managed to get Alan Pulido, which is a player that was linked to San Jose Earthquakes. He ended up going to the Sporting Kansas City instead. And 
yeah, we're going to get to see him in action against the team that I would have liked him to go to. I also am referring to this matchup as the Jimmy Conrad Derby because these are the two teams that Jimmy Conrad played the most uh, soccer in his career. Of course, he won the MLS Defender of the Year while at Sporting Kansas City, so there's he has connection to both teams, and I'm sure that he's going to be excited to watch this having played for both teams and wishing them both the best. That being said, I think Sporting Kansas City will definitely end up on top against the San Jose Earthquakes. I'll call a 2-1 win for Sporting Kansas City on that one. The rest of the Western Conference, I have the Rapids uh, taking out a bit of an injured Minnesota United. And then you have Seattle and Portland getting wins in their first rounds as well. Those are two teams to watch in the MLS playoffs for sure. In the East, I think it's going to be tough to see who comes out of the East. Philadelphia Union are the number one seed. They are undefeated at home, and as the one seed, they are going to have the rest of the playoffs be at home as long as they're in it. So if they can keep that up, then they could be winning their first ever MLS Cup this year. But still a long way to go. Toronto is a proven playoff team at this point in their MLS history. They've made several MLS Cup Finals, and I think they're going to have a good chance of progressing out of the East. I won't rule out Columbus Crew, and to a lesser extent, Orlando City. We've seen what they did at the MLS's back tournament. But I think those two teams, Columbus and Orlando, they have a few more weaknesses and limitations than Toronto and Philadelphia. If I had to pick one of those two teams to advance out of the East, I'd say it would be Philadelphia. I think that, especially with Brendan Aronson set to go to RB Salzburg at the end of the season in the January transfer window, I think this is their chance. This is the chance for Philadelphia Union to get over the line and to level up and get that MLS Cup that they've been trying to get these last few seasons. So I think the MLS Cup final will be between Philadelphia Union and the Portland Timbers. I think we're going to see some relatively fresh faces uh, compared to the Toronto versus Seattle MLS Cup finals that we've had recently. But I wouldn't be surprised if I'm completely wrong and, you know, it becomes Seattle versus Toronto again. But that would be the boring prediction. And then for my MLS Cup result... I think I'm going to go with Portland beating Philadelphia Union in the final. I'm going to say it goes down to penalties. It's going to be 1-1 after 120 minutes. Portland win 5-4 on penalties against the Philadelphia Union. And Portland Timbers cap off what has been an impressive year with the MLS's back tournament title and the MLS's MLS Cup title. And the reason I think the Portland Timbers will win the MLS Cup is their depth. They've lost Sebastian Blanco, but I don't see any weaknesses in their starting 11, and they have four or five players at least on the bench that could be starting in majority of MLS teams, in my opinion. So I think that depth is going to come into play in the playoffs. Portland Timbers are a bit underestimated compared to Seattle as well, but that suits them pretty well usually. So I think my gut feeling tells me that Portland's going to win the MLS Cup, but who knows? I think that there's going to be a few surprises in the mix in this MLS Cup that 
I don't feel comfortable predicting, but I something's going to happen that's going to shock us all, I think. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak in this podcast. I'm sorry I couldn't be here to have a conversation with you live, but I know we'll have more conversations in the future. And I hope everyone enjoys the MLS Cup playoffs this year. It has been a tumultuous season, but an enjoyable one when the players have had the opportunity to play. Thanks a lot, Ivan. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hopefully we can have you on in the very near future, uh, maybe later on the playoffs, depending on how San Jose does, maybe even next week if you're available. But we really appreciate you coming on. Our latest episode will be up hopefully tonight, if not at some point tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that where we're joined by Daniel Garza. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And... Keep your eye out for the next episode of the podcast.